Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the Fix Squad. The Fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul, I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him! Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure legal filler in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do cut. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we stand doing. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art to shock. Oh, where to keep it a beast on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city. Stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judged by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they seek So tell me whose face do they seek Yes sir You're now tuned into The Fix Your source for faith infused Hip hop, R&B and poetry It's your boy DJ Focus checking in Hey and it's your girl Dice Gamble in the building Checking in What's good, what's good It hit different after uh, Resurrection Easter service. It hit different. That's all I know. It hit different, okay? Recharged, refueled. Yeah, Yeah, the enemy, you in trouble. I know you listening to us right now. (laughs) You trying to hate on us. Keep hating. Uh, Yeah, yeah. We got motivation yesterday, and we is all the way up. Yeah, keep hating. Come on. We beat demons. We slay demons around here. You know what I'm saying? As my girl Miami say, we slay demons, okay? Come on over here. I love it. I, ne- I never really thought about it. Like, he's probably like, oh, they're going to make a holiday out of this? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. They- <laughs> Every year, y'all going to try to pull people in? Oh, <laughs> he was mad about it. But no, um, shout out to everybody who was able to uh, make it in somewhere or at least uh, watch it on your phone or watch it on your laptop or, uh, um, you know, hopefully you did the CME Christmas, that is the CME Christmas, Mother's Day, Easter. I'm hoping that you went on up in there yesterday and they got you some good word as focus would say. Uh, it's, it's needed. It's necessary. And uh, to your point, feeling refreshed and revived and all that. I mean, you just be on the right track this week. Don't mess it up. Just stay on the right track. Don't go back. Backwards. Don't believe the enemy, especially if you wouldn't give your life to Christ. Don't believe the enemy because I know he's working on you today. Right. No, you made the best decision you could ever make in your life if you gave your life to Jesus yesterday. So uh, keep it up. Congratulations. And just keep walking day by day with him because life is awesome. It is in awesome. Christ. Yeah, absolutely. You you know what helped me and I pray it helped somebody else. You know, when I was uh, first when I first really started, like rededicated my life to Christ and I really started to like weed off the, the, the sins that I knew were sins that I should not be doing when I had those vulnerable moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the thing that helped me 
was I started to pray. That's why I speak so highly on having a real authentic prayer language. So yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. In those weak moments when I wanted to smoke, mm-hmm. I was like, Lord, you, you, you know, you know, my flesh is weak. You know, I want to go outside and smoke at this job, but I, mm-hmm. I need you to give me the strength to not go smoke. And it didn't work right away, but it started working as I kept praying every single time when I was, you know, struggling with something. Lord, you, you, you listen, you know, I'm flicking through this cable. <laughs> yep. You, you you know, my mind is wandering. And yep. Yeah, unfortunately, the enemy mm-hmm. is uh, playing with me. Yep. Yep. I ain't got no business looking at this mm-hmm. channel, but stop me from looking mm-hmm. at this channel. I started developing that prayer, asking God, take this away from me. Take this away from me. And I promise you, he started taking it away from me. So for everybody who, you know, maybe start off this morning and, and you know, you got your word yesterday, but you started off this morning and you, you know, you don't get discouraged if you, you still have those thoughts. You're going to have the thoughts. Let's be very clear. The enemy is always going to put suggestive thoughts in that mind, yeah. but it's, it's up to you if you, uh, you know, act on that thought. You know what I'm saying? It always start, starts off as a thought, oh, but the yeah. action is what we're, you know, we're, we're, we're worried about. So listen, take it step by step yeah that's right step <laughs> yeah. by step mm-hmm. yeah listen we got another fun pack show for y'all again today listen we we, we got to start our monday off right uh we we are excited we told y'all um that we was up for all the smoke on mm. friday mm-hmm. uh that we were having our praise this uh movie watch night and when i tell you dice i was excited about was watching good. it my wife and i sat down um, yeah, well, I'm serious. I have my popcorn and my mm-hmm. uh, M&Ms. I like it. I like mm-hmm. peanut M&Ms mm-hmm. um, out the freezer. Yeah, pray for me. I like them cold Ooh, out yes. the freezer. Everything in the freezer, um, yes. But when I say <laughs> um, I thought this was a better version, and I'm saying it. Uh, yeah, I know. Don't, don't Listen, don't, don't be sending me no hate mail. Nothing right. but love for uh, uh, Cuba Good Jr. and Beyonce and them. But I thought this was a better version of fighting the temptations i in my humble opinion both mm-hmm. movies are great once again mm-hmm. i am not throwing any shade at fighting temptations mm-hmm. but i thought this was a better version up-to-date version of fighting the temptation and um when you talk about the gospel remixes that were in this uh <laughs> that were amazing which at first i'll be honest with you it wooed on me because when i first heard it i was like oh come on why we always got to remake the mainstream songs why can't we show them we got sauce over here but then i understood the story Storyline of where the right. storyline was going, and it right. fit in perfectly. So listen, mm-hmm. that's why I told y'all I'm gonna I'm give you a real review on how I was watching it play by play. So mm-hmm. yes, you know it had the gospel remixes in there that were amazing uh, mm-hmm. of all the, the you know, some of the biggest uh, rap songs. Um, overall, I thought it was very realistic to the black community and the church. I thought mm-hmm. it was a good representation of a little bit of everything. We all got some family members that, uh, you know what I'm saying, a little ratchet, cut up a little bit. Then we got, all got some, you know, family members that are very prideful, arrogant at times. Um, so I, and then, then, then the church itself and where, where we stand with the church and trying to get better. So I thought this movie was good. It was very, very funny. And, and, and I'm, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to let you give your, your feedback. Uh, Jess stole the show for me. Shouts out to everybody. Listen, shouts out to you, Jacqueline. You did a great job. Kiki, uh, uh, was off the chain, but I'm be honest with you. That Jess, that sister cousin stuff. Oh my goodness. That, that, that thing had me on the floor. I'm with you, focus. This was um, a a welcome surprise. I mean, typically writers who are uh, writing a Christian film, you know, they sometimes can make it a little corny. But this was cool. My husband and I watched it together and we laughed and cracked up. And uh, her name was Angelica Washington, the, the lady that played Jess. She did steal the show. I, I'll be honest with you. Um, 
I think my husband loved Chloe and the crop tops. Um, I loved having Quavo in there, you know, and, oh, yeah. and, his, and his thing, like every time we saw Jacqueline, uh, we both were very excited. Uh, but I mean, the whole cast all together, um, they did a, they just did a wonderful job. And for me, the reason why I love this movie is it was directed by a woman. Okay. Uh, Tina Gordon, shout out to you. Uh, representing for the ladies and it's no diss to the men but y'all been making movies forever so uh but tina gordon uh brandon broussard hudson obeywana uh i think it's Jana savage like they all wrote uh the screenplay and so they just i don't know they just did a great job even drew drew was funny uh in the movie uh he yes. was aaron um you know jacaylin was kiki and uh Kiara was Jackie, but I mean the the main characters killed it and even the even the ones on the, I like the big bodyguard, you know, it just reminded yes. me like, you know, anything ATL. So we were sitting there watching it like this really is how it is. You know, <laughs> we're sitting there like this is really this is really how it goes down. So we were just very, very proud to see um like you said, the whole family spectrum represented, you know, people in and out, you know, confessing like, this is where I am. Hey, I still got one more sale to make. <laughs> it's like, I still like, it's just, it's just real. That was everything for me. That was priceless. That was everything for me. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Uh, when Quavo, when Quavo, Quavo was like, yeah, man, that was some good stuff. He was like, 10K. You see the pastor? He was like, 10K. <laughs> you, you, you selling, you selling loud for 10K? <laughs> <laughs> paying my ties though I'm paying my time paying my time no but it was it was just you know it was nice to see us on on the screen once again but they have uh promoted this movie everywhere I think I was telling focus I was like I was listening to my um daily news on Alexa and she had been advertising it for a little minute and I was like ooh, I was like this movie I think it's gonna be really good because it was just all over my news and internet and so they they did a great job with promoing this and a great job with all the writing it was funny Yes. And it was even emotional at times, but definitely heavy on the music part. And I really like how they flipped them songs because we were down there just cutting up in the man cave. I was like, they are killing it. Yeah, they were killing they it. They are killing it. So Listen, good. shouts out to Corinne, too. Corinne Hawthorne did an amazing oh, job, too, as well. So oh, my bad. goodness. The back and forth <laughs> so between her and Chloe, bad. like they were going at it. Yes. Like, shouts out to Corinne Hawthorne good. for that doing a great so job, good. too. Yeah. Listen, we got a great show for y'all. Of course, you know our mission statement is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. So let's get into it. We have, uh, yes, let's be very clear, a spiritual detox featuring our sis, Ty Lynn, today. You mm-hmm. definitely want to tap in for that. She got a powerful testimony. She preached a little bit, too. So, uh, yeah, you're going to get that word this morning uh, Trist- from Ty Lynn. Tristan Mack. I will not not mention his name. Go ahead. Keep going. Trist- who's Tr- who is Tristan Mack? The pastor. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah, yeah, you, t- yeah, the one with the tattoos, everybody took the path. He was like, uh, oh, and, and shouts out to my man, um, that always does the skits with uh, uh, Country Wayne, uh, the the, the bishop, uh, yeah. I forget his name, uh, oh, yeah, 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 he was like, this, he was like, this the pastor Michael, section, Michael Anthony, Michael yeah, Anthony, yeah. yeah, he was like, this the pastor section, he said, I am a pastor, <laughs> sir, thank you, okay, the oil drips, the oil drips, <laughs> I'm all for that, man, listen, shouts out to everybody who had anything to do with the pride this movie i promise you it was a great musical but also comical 
a uh, little movie. So listen, if you haven't seen it, I'm pretty sure it's streaming everywhere. Go go see that praise, thing. Go Peacock. Praise this. Yep. Yeah, praise this. Listen, <laughs> but yeah, once again, uh, tie in on the spiritual detox and uh, Dice and I are going to have a conversation today. We're talking about the same team for the real talk topic. We're going to talk about a little bit. Uh, you know, we're talking to the married folk a little bit today. Uh, letting y'all know y'all ain't competing against each other. We on the same team. So let's get to it. We got music on the way from, uh, yep, Ty Tribbett. Uh, we got some KB on the way, some Lecrae on the way, Scooty Wop and Brandon P and Mission uh, right now. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix right here on Sirius XM Channel 154. Holy Culture Radio. Stop playing. It's time for our spiritual detox. And we got an exclusive for y'all today. Um, I'm excited about this one, Dice. Um, we get a chance to sit down with a super... She's super talented. Let's be very clear. She's a writer. She's a rapper. She's a, she's an all around artist. To be very clear, and um, I think she has a powerful story to share with us today. Um, so, without further ado, help us welcome in Ty Lynn. What's going on, sis? Thank you, thank you. I love the introduction. I love a good introduction. I'm blessed. <laughs> I'm blessed. I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited. That's good. That's good. So, listen. Um, you know. First, you know, share a little bit of the backstory of your faith story, maybe how you developed your personal relationship with Christ before we talk about everything dope you do. Okay, so, um, I mean, I grew up in church. My grandmother was a pastor. My great aunt was a pastor. Um, And then even before them, um, which would be their parents and then their grandparents were also just really strong believers. Um, So I just come from a family of faith. I will say, though, um, me developing my own personal relationship with Christ, that started to happen for me, I would say, when I was in college. Um, I had a, a very um, unforgettable like encounter uh, with God when I was a junior in high school. Um, and I didn't necessarily like keep my focus from that time. It was just something to me that really proved that God was real because I don't know about all the other people here that grew up in church, but when you grow up in church, it becomes very um, like rule stricken. You're just following a set of rules and religious practices. And that's just kind of what you base your faith on. It wasn't really me like learning a lot as far as diving in and trying to actually understand the heart and the person of God. It was more like, I know this is this, I know this is that, but I didn't really fully understand why, but I know I had an encounter with God, like I said, when I was in the 11th grade. Um, And that for me, like I said, that solidified how real God was, Uh, but it wasn't until I got to college that I actually started really trying to like hammer down on my faith. So I'm talking about studying avidly, studying even like other religions, et cetera, trying to like strengthen my own belief 
Um, I was a part of the ROI on camp, which is just a recognized organization on campus that me and a couple of my friends um, had started. Well, two of them founded it and then brought me in on like the leadership board of the team to just kind of help continue building it. It was called Young and Unashamed. And we just created a space where like young black believers and even people who weren't necessarily believers, but were curious um, could come. And just by word of mouth, we built that to be about 40 students on campus. So that was really huge. I really saw God moving there. Um, I think getting into just that young adult stage and then actually being an adult, right? So like 19 and up um, type of things. I went through like several, um, I feel like just kind of like struggles with my faith, right? Like the whole saying that ignorance is bliss is a very, very real thing, right? Like the more information that I took in, it kind of like made me a little confused at some point in time, right? Um, and I think sometimes that just comes from like just how much maturity that we have in um, our faith at that time, right? Where information can sh kind of shake a person up so much. Um, and so I went through, I feel like a, a, a couple of phases where I was just taking in so much information and I had so many questions and I couldn't find the answers to my questions. Um, like where I'm writing pastors with like 13 core questions and I was like I need the answers to these questions you know what I mean um and and intellectualizing too much um and as opposed to like actually stepping out on faith right like we know what faith is it's like the evidence of things hoped for right or the evidence of things unseen too you know what I mean and so like I was I needed it to be like so practical to make sense to me in that kind of, I feel like for a period of time, like weakened my faith a little bit. Um, but I thank God for just the hand that he's always had on me. I feel like one, God is omnipotent, so he's all knowing. So God knew I was gonna go through these periods of time. And people always told me like, God's not afraid of your questions, just ask him. You know, don't be afraid to be bold with your faith and say, God, I'm confused about this. I need you to answer this. I need you um, to make this clear to me. Um, and I thank God, like I said, that he, he kind of kept a hand on me. Like no matter how far I try to go, it's like when you see people put those like little leash things on their kids, and like they go so far and you pull them back I feel like that's kind of what was happening with me for a little bit like I'm wandering here I'm wandering there but I think God was always kind of like ah that's where I'm gonna pull you back right there I'll let you go that far but ah, I'm gonna tug on you I'm gonna tug on you like you're not gonna forget me like you're gonna remember me like I'm gonna keep pulling you back because God's purpose I feel like has become so clear to me in like the last six months um but that purpose for my life, I feel like it was so strong that God wasn't going to let me go nowhere. It really made me feel like Jonah and Nineveh. It did. Like, you know, like you don't have an option. Like you may think you have an option, but you don't really have an option, you know. But um, me being human, obviously, like I just had my human struggles. But um, yeah, like I said, I thank God that like no matter what, um, he just really had a strong hand in my life and was just like at the end of the day. I got you and I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you when the time comes for me to show you. And I, I think, too, there was an environment that I was in that I needed to get out of. And once God really put pulled me out of it, because I look at like the staff and the rod, right, of like the shepherd, I feel like God kept staffing, staffing. And then eventually, I feel like he hit me with a rod, like, all right, look, I can't keep staffing because I've been trying to be gentle with this approach. 
I'm gonna have to tap you on the butt to get you to see where I'm trying to take you and pulled me out of that environment and when I say that like it really just made it so clear what God was trying to tell me like all that time like can't nobody tell me nothing now pretty much <laughs> like you know what I mean bottom line nobody can tell me nothing about God like my faith how real he is all of that so like like I said like I thank God this was a question that I wanted to ask you you know I was scrolling down your timeline and it's very evident that there was a shift and you made a comment about six months ago you had a different revelation of what you were to do because it to me it it sounds and it looks like you were doing what God called you to do from one aspect but it's very directional now it's very intentional you are making mm -hmm. things very clear like this is for this this is if you're having a problem with that like you now now it's very like you know if somebody lands on your page they can click on something like oh okay that's for me you like the words are there the sound is there you know like you're kind of leading them into whatever god to put on your heart like i don't know if you can talk about what really happened but what was mm -hmm. that what was that shit because it, it's it's evident mm -hmm. yeah 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 no and i'm definitely cool with being transparent because i feel like maybe this could bless a lot of people but <laughs> um i was honestly in a relationship that i should not have been in um and god just i feel like god kept trying to tell me to get out of it for a long time. I was there way longer than I would admit. I was there for a long time and I feel like God kept telling me to get away from it for various different reasons, whether it was like, it was almost like darkening my spirit, but then also blocking their ability to get like closer to God because maybe that person puts you ahead of God. So in essence, you're in the way, right? Um, not by intentionality or fault of your own, but just because like everybody is in a different um, space in their walk, right? And some people may not be ready to be with certain kinds of people because then it's like, well, I'm looking at you like you're my light. Um, and that's like I said, it's, it's not intentionality on my part, but then it's like, well, then I'm in the way of what I know that the real light is. Um, and so, yeah, like I said, I feel like God was trying to get me out of that for a long time because I would specifically ask God for a sign. He would give it to me and I would go, there's no way. Give me another one. And so <laughs> that, you know, just kind of had that going on for a bit of time. Seriously. Um, I don't want and, this book. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm like, no, nah, that was a coincidence. Lord, give me another one. More specific. Um, and so that's why I say like God was definitely trying to. Um, and let me not use the word trying like he's not capable of everything, but um, I feel like God was presenting me with the staff method, like gently trying to give me the chance to do what I needed to do. And then finally really like hit me with the rod and was like, all right, well, I'm not going to keep playing this game with you. Like I have a I have a very divine purpose for your life. And I've been trying to get you to live this thing out. Um and now we're not going to waste any more time for whatever the reason could be. I don't know yet. I feel like it's to come. Um, and I I did a fast uh, probably what now, maybe a month or so ago. I did a fast around the time that I started my Really Resilient series. Um, and I did like a fast of no food. Um, I did strictly water and tea 
prayer, meditation, yoga, reading my Bible, listening, being quiet. Um, because I just really wanted to know what it is that God wanted from me. I'm like, okay, God, I heard you. I'm here now. I listened. But what is it specifically that you want from me? Um, and so like I, I did that fast. And when I tell you that God showed up for me in a way that is like undeniable, it was undeniable, like what he showed me through um, dreaming, what he showed me through directly, what um, I heard in church that I asked for the night before that that morning it happened. Mm-hmm. It was really a moment for me of just like, okay, God, I hear you. I'm with you. Um, And so, yeah, like it it was just literally a time period of having to grow and to stretch um, and to listen. And I feel like I have been able to hear God so much more clear. Um, Like I said, since like leaving the other environment and then just getting into a space where it's like, now I don't have any excuse. I don't have any distractions. I don't have anything like I can actually um, spend this time with the Lord to see what it is that he has been trying to tell me like for a long time. And so, yeah. Listen, that's dope. Appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, that's real good. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, you tapped into the fix. Listen, we got to go to pay some bills. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. Thailand is still in the building with us. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yep, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. We still got the super talented uh, artist, uh, Ty Lynn, preacher too as well. Yeah, you, yeah. y'all ain't know she was a preacher. Y'all just tapping in. Y'all better hit that rewind button. Uh. She's been preaching, preaching for real, for real. I I, I feel like, uh, Doc, what you think? Evangelist Dice? You, you see yeah, evangelist she, in her life or is it going to be? Absolutely. No, she's traveling. Yeah, because she don't like she's going to be planted. She don't look like she's just going to stay still. So we're going to have to just give her evangelist title. Evangelist Ty Lynn is in the building. Yeah, you got to keep moving. What would you say your style is for those of you who are listening who just so happen to have been hiding under a rock and y'all don't know what she sound like how would you explain your style like to somebody that just met you um oh that's tough so I would say that my style is definitely a blend between like soulful hip-hop and like pop and R&B type of sound um, I would say that that's what my music sound is and also very raw, right? Like I don't try to do too many melodic raps. I'm very much like a, just a raw rapper. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's probably how I would describe it. But then also I don't like to put myself into a box, right? Because I feel like um, just musically I think I can make any style of music, to be honest. Um, and that's just from listening to so much music. I feel like I could like pretty much duplicate like any particular type of style or sound of music. Where do you want to see this particular career go? Like, um, honestly, I want to see it go to the place to where music is the 
like, well, obviously, aside from God, but the thing that just completely sustains my life. Uh, but then mm-hmm. also to where I can connect with people the way that I want to um, mm-hmm. and impact and reach people the way that I want to, because I feel like you could work for several corporate jobs. You could work in a field, you could work in churches and you can impact people like that. But even mm-hmm. then, there's so many parameters, like in order to be with us, you have to do it like this. Um, and I just, I just feel like what I know that I have inside of me, I want to be able to give that in the way that I feel like God has fully gifted me the ability to do. Um, and so that's ultimately like what I want to see in the next couple of years. And I believe that God will do it. I really, I really, really do from, from just the things that he's been showing me already. And like I said, it's only been a short period of time. Um, so yeah. What's that one thing that God has showed you during this transition that's that's undeniable that you just know that, you know, it had to be God showed you, uh, you know, specifically when I, when you, with your music shift. I think your music has kind of shifted over the last mm-hmm. couple of months. What's that one thing that he showed you that you kind of shifted your music? Um, honestly, God showed me that he was right. <laughs> um, he, he, he definitely showed me that he was right. Um, like, I feel like I've been able to really reach and connect with people on a, um, I don't want to use the word continual. That's the word that I want to use continual basis, right? Like before, I think when I was doing things, it was a lot of come and go. Oh yeah, that's cool. Whatever. Because it was like, where's the real substance that sustains people that makes them say, um, I can actually like come back to this. You know what I mean? And I feel like God has made that very undeniable to me like in just the recognition that I have gotten like from certain people that I actually really looked up to what they were doing and I thought it was um admirable I feel like those have been just like two of the two of the things that God has shown me um what was that feeling like when you first had your first sync placement um you've had a couple of them now like mm-hmm. so like what was that like like surreal and did you did you get a chance to like watch the series or did somebody like call and tell you like you know your song is playing on what's it called? <laughs> yeah, I literally did. I didn't get a chance to experience it firsthand for any of them. It was always people calling me, messaging me, and going like, "I just saw your song on this. I just heard your song on this. I just heard. I'm pretty sure I heard this song. This your song on this." Um, and so that was that was an amazing feeling, um, just because it was so unexpected, right? Like th- these were songs that I made in my bedroom in 2018, and then they get picked up. Um, by these sync placements um, in 2021 and my song gotta go up like for the company that placed it it was literally the highest placed song that song is on over like 200 shows like at this point um and so it was really just like it was it was surreal it was a blessing and also it was I feel like something to add to my testimony whenever I perform I love to just use that as an example to encourage people like you know people sometimes I think used to not try to discourage me but in a way it could have been discouraging had I listened but telling me like oh no you're gonna need this you should you should do this. You should instead have this person do that. Doing, I tried to go that route and it slowed everything down. That's what I say. People tell me to look at it like a lesson. And I feel like that's very optimistic of them. But to me, I feel like it slowed a lot of forward progress down until I finally said, no, I'm going to do it 
I'm just going to do it. Anything that I want to do, I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to figure out how to do it. I will learn how to do it. Um, And those songs came out of that season, like for me, you know, so um, I like to use that to encourage people. Like if there's something you want to do, don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it. Don't let anybody tell you that you're not prepared, not whatever, like put in the work and get after it. And you never know like what God could do with it. So yeah, it was a, it was an amazing feeling your own super group um you could have add two artists from any genre of music dead or alive what two artists you okay. oh oh wow just two huh i'll give you three okay because i feel like you're gonna grab a producer right <laughs> Dang. Three. That's tough. okay Ooh. i feel like i would do Oh, it's crazy. I I almost want (laughs) to listen. It's like I almost want to put two producers. That's crazy. Um, I feel like I would do Missy Elliott as a producer. Um, that's a two for one. You you, you gonna tell Missy she can't be an artist too? Stop it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, let's talk about some duality. I'll get Missy. (laughs) Missy. Um, I feel like probably, oh, this is, this is tough. I want to, Missy, J. Cole, and mm, I want to, I want to pull a singer into this thing. I want to pull a singer into this thing, but I got to be careful. Oh man. Oh man. That's tough. Okay. And uh, <laughs> oh man, honestly, I would say Missy, J. Cole, and Aaliyah. I will put them three together. I feel like sonically, it just it's the most soul like, and I love soulful music. So yeah, that will be my super group. That's dope. Straight for sure. straight fire. That's dope, dope. Straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's straight dope. Straight dope. <laughs> Listen, uh, before we get you out of here, definitely talk about your ministry. You, you, listen, you, you, you're doing all this stuff on Instagram and reading your Bible, and you got your own little ministry you got. Tell, tell the people, you know, what you got going on with that. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm really just trying to, uh, because I feel like social media itself is a gift, right? Like, and we should use it in proper context, which most times it's not being, you know, um, but so I just pretty much want to use it for that. I want to actually use it to try to connect people um, to the Lord, to give people what I've been given, because I truly do believe that it is a gift. Like when your eyes get open, when your heart really gets open to how amazing God is, like there's there's really there's really nothing better, you know, and I know it sounds like a cliche, especially for people who are like, yeah, whatever, I can go out here. This is fun or whatever. But like there's really to me, there's really nothing better than really having that connection with God and seeing mm-hmm. just how much he loves you. Like there's not a person in the world who can love you as much. Um, And so I just really want to use my platform, like I said, to be able to give that to people, to make people aware like, hey, this is real. Like God's love is real. Um, and I want my life to show it, you know, because obviously our greatest testimony is just the way that we walk. Like, and I try to even put that into the music. I, I specifically talk about a lot of my struggles, where I come from, et cetera, because I want people to hear it. And then I want them to see me now, because I think it just, it paints a better picture than I could ever explain. It goes, oh, well, 
she came from this, from what she's saying, but look at her, which gives me hope that if I'm going through this, I can get there, you know? Um, and so I just want to continue to make that a very congruent thing um, on my platform. So, yeah. What's next? What's next? Um, I got a few shows that are out here. I'm going to Atlanta in August uh, to partner up with somebody up there, uh, which I'm super duper excited about. Um, and I have an album that I'll be dropping first week of June. So you guys are the first to hear that. Actually, I'm super excited. Um, me and me and my producer, this album was like a year and a half, almost two years in the making. Um, and I feel like it's perfect now. Um, and so, yeah, got that coming out and then really just continuing the really resilient series. I'm working on some collaborations with a, a few artists. Um, and yeah, and I'm like I said, I'm just really letting God be the light to lead, like from there on. I love it. Listen, listen, it's all good. We appreciate you rocking with us, uh, Ty Lynn. Um, we praying for you. We want you to continue to do uh, what God has called you to do. I'm excited mm-hmm. because, uh, yeah, I've been like I said, I've been watching you from afar. So I, I'm excited for what God is about to do in this next season of your life. So just you know, continue yeah. to trust in Him, little sis. That's all I can tell you. Amen. <laughs> tell the- yeah, tell the people how they can connect with you and follow you on all your social media platforms. Yes, uh, social media, all of them is Thailand Music, uh, T Y L Y N N Music, and that's Instagram. Which I don't really be on Twitter like that unless I'm going back and forth with boxing fans. I'm an avid boxing fan. Um, Facebook and yeah, those are really like the main ones that I'm on TikTok, I guess too. But yeah, Thailand Music. Why she have to bring up boxing dice? We should have talked about it because trust me, I'm passionate. I'm passionate. You want to be a boxer? Um, I I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that I wanted to. When I was a little kid, I wanted to be a boxer. My mom wouldn't let me. Like she just wouldn't put me in it. Um, which I feel like she should have because I have the gifts. (laughs) Like God has gifted me well. I would I will say that. Okay. Uh, but no, like hands. Amen. Amen. Uh, but no, um, I love boxing. Like, and I'm from Omaha, you know, and we have the number one pound for pound boxer in the world, Terrence Bud Crawford. You know what I mean? So yeah, I I love boxing. Absolutely. You're a boxing, you're a boxing fan. I can hear it. Who, who, what are you? Who's your top boxer? Let's get into nah, it. I, 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 I just, I, well, listen, I'm waiting just like you waiting on uh, Spence and, and uh, Crawford. So, like, yeah, yeah ain't, that, ain't nothing yeah. else to say. That's what we waiting on. <laughs> we waiting on the showdown. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, uh, we'll be right back. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Yep, welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. And it's that time for our Real Talk Conversation. And, um, mm. you know, for all the, you know, the blessed and highly favored married folks that's, you know, just waking up to us, might be still cut it up a little bit, you know, listening to us. We speaking to y'all this morning. Uh, this real talk going to be uh, a little interesting, I think, Dice. It's going to be a little interesting, you know. <laughs> <laughs> As it should be. Um, you know, I mean, here's the deal. One of the best gifts on earth is a, a gift of partnership. So, Everybody can use tips on that one. I mean, it's not easy to partner, period. So it's it's just nice to uh, know what God says about that. And uh, you know, listen, we're going to walk through it today. It's going to be fun, though. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. No, it's, it's gonna, not be, gonna fun. be fun. No, no, it's gonna be fun. I, I'm with you. I, I love, I love talking okay. about marriage. I love talking about kingdom <laughs> marriage and just understanding um, every goes into a marriage. So, yes, our real talk conversation today. We're talking about yeah. being on the same team. 
Um, yeah. I thought this was a great conversation that we should have, Dice, because unfortunately, I see a lot of married couples. It's, mm. you know, from the outside looking in, whether, you know, I'm in direct relationship, my wife and I are in direct relationship with them or just watching how they move. It's like they competing against each other. And I'd be like, why are y'all y'all on the same team? You know, I understand that, you know, um, some households, majority of the households, if we be honest, we know, yeah. uh, you know, the traditional, uh, you know, a housewife thing is not, you know, a real thing now in today's age where it's only the husband that goes out and make money. But this is where mm-hmm. I see the competition and, you know, especially with entrepreneurs and everybody owning their own business. It's like, mm-hmm. no, no, y'all got two businesses together. What are you, what are you talking about? Like, what are you? <laughs> What do you what do you mean? Oh, she makes six figures and I need to catch up. Okay, that's cool if you decide to catch up, but if you don't, hey, like y'all win together. It's okay to say, you know, yeah, go, babe. I promise you, if my wife I, my, my, me and my wife talked about this the other day. We we talked about uh if uh you know she was a celebrity and uh mm-hmm. I, and we just used a random name. I forget who we used, I think we used Beyonce or something. We just used a random name, like if she was like a singer or an artist, mm-hmm. a celebrity like that to that. And she's like, Would you oh, be yeah. jealous of me? She asked me, she's like, Would you be jealous of me? I said, Absolutely not. I'll be your number one cheerleader. Are you for real? Jealous for what? What is there to be jealous of? I say, No, I ain't no, I ain't in competition with you. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. If, if God bless you and you moved on and you you blew yeah. up to, to that startup, listen, I was there when you wasn't nothing. I, I listen, I make That's sure right. I tell them all right. when you, you couldn't sing her, a note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this whole competition thing, I thought this would be a good one just to, you know, we mm-hmm. want to give some uh, some yeah. practical tips on how to uplift each other within the marriage, mm-hmm. how to serve each other. Um, just give you some team techniques. And then, of course, you know, uh, you know, Dice got to start off with some Bible. I know Dice going to start off with some Bible to oh, get yeah. you guys in perspective of understanding teamwork, make the dream work. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true, though. So, um, you know, we all been we've been given different gifts and I think that is probably the, one of the main reasons why we all have different gifts when it comes to the body of Christ is because one person is just not going to have everything that you need, you know? And like, like I can't bring everything to the marriage, you know, your partner can't bring everything to the marriage. Like you need help. You know, that's why the Bible says you, he, you know, um, uh, the male is going to get a help meet is really what it was in 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 the original text is like i'm gonna meet you with the help is you know we say help mate but uh the point is jesus knew man was gonna need some help okay because the roles are clear clearly defined and i think that's one of the struggles we have in our society today when we're doing all this cross mixing and gender bending and it's it 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 borders biology and so it's to me it's it's evident like all we got to do is look in the word like you know if you have a gift of teaching if you have a a gift of um giving or a gift of whatever your gifting is somebody needs that gift is the point that i'm trying to make here so i'm not trying to get too deep in the word on everybody it's just like break it down like you need help period that's the basis of uh, christianity you need help there will be partnership that is important. And so the number one relationship I think marriage mirrors is God and us, you know, like us really sacrificing and laying our life down. And marriage is going to request the exact same thing. So, um, but anyways, I don't know. Let's get into it. 
No, you said something. That's good. I got to talk about that for a second before we get into it, because you talk about the marriage should mirror God in his image and everything that looks like. And yeah. the sacrifice. Uh, listen, mm-hmm. we, just, we just had Easter Sunday yesterday, so we, we, we know who paid the ultimate mm-hmm. sacrifice while we be whining and complaining and stuff. Let's be very clear. God paid mm-hmm. the ultimate sacrifice. But yes, the... <laughs> That whole point, uh, that whole point that you brought up is is powerful because I think a lot of times marriages, they don't want to die to self. You know, mm-hmm. you come into a marriage and you still have this self. I don't know. I want to call it self ambition almost like to where, you you know, you, you still think you need to operate individually instead of being on the team, understanding that you bring something, your spouse brings something, you guys put it in the pot together. And you guys are stronger together like Mm -hmm. that right there in itself. When you talk about the communication piece, and I think that's a good place to start um, because it it, it always goes back to communication (laughs) because either either you having good communication to a certain extent or you having toxic communication or you ain't even talking at all. Let's be very clear, which that can be toxic Mm -hmm. to as well. And a lot of that within the marriage now, it's is it a marriage or is it just uh, you guys are just, you know, I'm saying roommates together. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, what what, what are we doing? And I think mm-hmm. with you not being able to effectively communicate and talk about, you know, the first thing uh, my wife uh, when we sat down, she said, you know, what? what my, my wife's big on, you know, planning. She's very mm-hmm. big on planning. So she, the, the way her brain works, she needs to understand. Okay, what's our three year plan? What's our five year plan? What's our ten year plan? Yeah. Okay, what are we investing in? how much debt do we have like like she needs to see everything like written down and then we need to talk about it because that helps her understand mm. the mission like she needs to be she needs she wants and she needs to be a part of what are we doing because she doesn't want to mm-hmm. be a part of something that's not moving <laughs> let's be very mm-hmm. clear she made that very, very clear it's like yeah I'm, I'm not on i'm not on that if you ain't if we ain't moving and and you know we ain't got to be uh, uh equally to the same extent where we agree on everything but majority mm-hmm. of the stuff, no, no, we need to be in agreement. We need to be moving on. That mm-hmm. blessed my life, Dice, to be honest with you, because I, this was the first relationship that I had where I communicated to that level. Like, I wasn't used to somebody coming to me and saying, listen, no, 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 we need to make sure we understand this and we need to be in, in, in agreement on certain things, non-negotiables, yeah. you know? That's good. I, I mean, and you know what? It takes a person in a relationship to be that way that's why you got to embrace when people are different and it's not a competition you know one of the things we often say over here in, in our marriages you know you're not my enemy i'm not i'm not the enemy we're not enemies you know so yeah we are definitely on the same team headed towards the same goal now we might have a different perspective as we're going through this journey but you know we write our goals down like you guys like you were saying you guys write your goals down it's important to write your couple goals down you'll have your individual goals we'll write your together goals down so you don't get distracted. So you'll always remember like, oh man, we're supposed, we are supposed to be headed this direction together. So it's super important, but um, I've never understood the, I don't need nobody idea. You know, it's like you, you need people, you know, that's one of the first things I think should be taught in school is you're going to need somebody, you know, even if you just want to go get some food from McDonald's, who's going to make it? Who right. showed up at 5 a.m. To, to defrost whatever, you know, to put the fries in the grease. Like, we need people. Like, you can't go through this life without people. And so, um, 
we might as well start with that word. Uh, Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. And everybody's heard quotes out of this one. Uh, but verse 9 says, two people are better off than one for they can help each other often to succeed. If one person fails or falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. So we have gazillions of scriptures that talk about partnership and togetherness and how you get more done with somebody, you know, not, not just you out here power driving and going through. So this is, this is, it's good stuff. You know, we're just going to get a refresher, refresher going y'all. <laughs> yeah. Focus. Um, so as the saying goes, teamwork makes the dream work. And, um, we need to be partners in, in whatever it is we're doing. So, um, for, you know, and here's the deal, this goes for marriages, building um business relationships uh working relationships um you know we can't achieve what god wants us to achieve without working together so it's important that you feel like you're a team player in any relationship that you're in regardless of what it is you know if you're just hey we're starting a business or you know or we're getting married or you know whatever whatever or we're, we're going to be working together okay well listen work on uh work on that team teamwork aspect of that relationship and uh you know see what it really is you're supposed to be getting out of it because there's a saying that says either god is preparing you for the blessing or god is preparing the blessing for you and i truly believe that you're going to get something out of each and every relationship you're in i think god has something in a person to give to you and you have something to give to the other person so um you know kind of having that zoomed out scope sometimes i think helps us get past you know, challenges and adversity and things like that. So, yeah, that's I know good. We got some that's good. Today. I know we got some today. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we do. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Uh, you tapped into the fix. Listen, we're going to uh, break. We'll be right back with more. Uh, this real talk today. We're talking about being on the same team uh, in the mm-hmm. marriage. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. Welcome back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio in the middle of our real talk conversation. And we're talking today, you know, being on the same team within a marriage, um, what that looks like. And I, I I think we do have to talk about supporting each other a little bit, Dice. I think um, mm-hmm. support mm-hmm. within a marriage is so, so huge, don't you think? Yeah. Um, you're, you're not going to get much done. <laughs> If you don't learn how to support now, I'm glad that you brought this um, topic up because I think uh, and it's so funny because we, we were just watching this uh, Netflix series uh, as we were eating dinner the other night. My husband and I beef and uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but the there's a frustration of the wives every time she brings a problem to the husband. He has his own solution, but he doesn't listen to her. And I think mm. for before you get married. You kind of have to know, I'm going to have to learn how to support this person or before you get into a, a business relationship or even your new best friend, don't just come in with your idea of support. You know, like, okay, my idea of support is giving you the advice my grandma gave me. It's like, that might not be how the person needs to be supported. They might need to be supported differently. You know, they could, they could, they could be an addict. They could have old behaviors where they need you to not drink in front of them or they need you to, you know, not eat a cake in front of them because they're they you know they have a problem uh, that you know that's different or it could just be they need you to listen you know and I, it's so funny one of the things my husband and I do over here focus is 
before we get into a conversation, we always ask, is this a rock, a tombstone or a boulder for you? Like how intense is this, this conversation about to be? Because if it's just, you know, we're just, we're just talking like, he'll be like, do you want my advice? Like, cause before it was like, just give her the advice. And I told him, I, I don't need you to fix it. You know, and you, you and I both know as women, we don't need you to fix anything. Be honest. We know that we know we're going to fix it, but half of the time we just need you to listen. We want to know that you heard what we just said. It's not that we want you to come in and be the superhero, but men often have a superhero complex where men, men like to fix stuff and be gone. Okay. Let me, let me come in. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Stab up, stab up, stab up. I got, I got to speak for the man because you're right. You're absolutely right. We do have a complex. Complex. So, so here's, so, so we're protectors first. Right. right. So when you guys bring something to us, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we and I'm speaking from experience because when I speak to my wife, we feel like you're bringing it to us because you want a solution and you want us to help with that solution. So I I hear what you said, Dice, but we are wired that way. Like, no, no, I need to I make I need to make sure I protect my wife or I need to make sure I undergird and help her in this area. So to your point, I like the fact that you said you and your husband before you guys have any type of um, sit down. Yeah. You guys identify what the, where this conversation is going to go. Absolutely, because that, because that's very important. Because if you're saying you just want me to be a heart with ears, you just want yeah. me to listen to you. Yeah, just mm-hmm. say that, and absolutely, I'm gonna yeah. sit there and I'm gonna get my popcorn and M and M's, and I'm gonna yeah. I'm I'm sit down and then listen. <laughs> right, but if you say, "Dude, flipped you off in traffic and followed you home," now I gotta go fix it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so it's it's uh, it's very different. Um, you know, when you're in a relationship, kind of what role you're playing in a relationship. So you kind of have to, well, I can't say that you have to, but it's just a tip from me because you were talking about support. That's a way that you can better support your husband or your wife is asking them the question first. Like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, over here, our terminology, hey, rock, rock, boulder or tombstone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Is this a stake in the ground where it's unmovable or is, you know, we just flipping some pebbles around right now because yeah, his idea, like my husband's idea is he wants to fix. He's he, I'm going to fix it. Like if you involve me, it's going to get fixed. And so sometimes, like I said, even as a woman, I had to learn, let him know if I'm just venting or if I really need him to come in with the superhero cape because he will just come in with the cape. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just how he rolls. But when you're not married, you're not both now focused. When you're single, you don't think like that. It's, 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 you're not thinking to ask the person, how can I better support you? You know, do you need, you know, do you need me to plan the trip for you or do you just need money for the trip? You know, like, how am I supporting you? You know, so as, as a woman, I've even learned, like, I got to ask for support differently. You know, like, I got to make sure I know how I need to be supported first <laughs> before I get into that conversation because then, you know, you get into an argument because you'll have two different perspectives of what's going on. So it's like, nah, you need to learn how you need to better be supported. And, uh, Sometimes people just need to be encouraged. So it's like once you learn your your person, um, like I said, this works in a marriage. It works at the office. It works in a brother sister relationship. Like you you get to you should learn people. Like okay, I know, you know, auntie's gonna come over here. She's just gonna fuss. If she don't really need nothing. Or auntie's gonna come over here, and then we all gotta go on and go over to her house and have a sit down. You know, so it's like you just gotta learn your your people, and that's how you, I think that's how you become the best supporter is really digging deep and asking the question like okay what do you need from me because that's mm. 
that's very different than you just offering something. You know, it's like, no, what do you need from me? You know, so I think it changes over time too. Go ahead. No, it definitely changes over time. I think something else we should talk about real quick before, uh, you know, we get out of here. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if, if this has ever happened within your marriage, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, my wife and I, you know, blessed, we, we've been blessed to sit down. Um, we actually are marriage mentors. And mm-hmm. what we found was a lot of people are blaming, like they play the blame game. And when I say blame game, they have not dealt with their past grief, mm-hmm. whether it be mm-hmm. childhood trauma or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Uh, you talk mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, uh, people being married before still mm-hmm. lingering on their past uh, relationship mm-hmm. that they had with their, you know, with, with their uh, uh, the person that were married with. They divorced them and moved on, but still bringing mm-hmm. that trauma and bringing that drama from that relationship on. So to where it's like blaming each other back Mm -hmm. and forth well i think i'm i don't like victim mentality go ahead that's not my my thing you know like and trust me we've had heated relation or heated uh arguments over here before and i had to just say well the 10 or 12 year old version of you can't be with me because i'm an adult so you're gonna have to choose your mentality Mm. you know like what are we what are we talking about right now? Because the five year old version of you who was scared and got locked in a closet, I don't want to be married to that. You know what I'm saying? I'm I, the, the man of God that God sent me. He wasn't five years old, so I don't want to operate in. Like I am, I'm super dismissive of any fear tactic the enemy tries to use in our relationship. Like I'm super, and I I've even gotten to a point where I'm aggressive with the rebuke because it's like, here's That's the deal: good. if I if I keep entertaining it. Then you just bring it back up every time. Every time it's just like we circle back once a month or what your mama did to you or your daddy didn't do and show up and your first wife did like and so I it gets to a point where I'm like, if God blessed us to be together in this time, we can't have the 20 year back mentality. We have to have this the now mentality and the future of us mentality. Because all, all that other stuff will hold us back. And so, you, as I said, you kind of got to shut down. Like, you can't even do your finances with the 17-year-old version of you financially. Like, you can't do a 40-year-old finance having a 17-year-old financial mentality. Like, you have to understand how the enemy just holds you. He would, he would try every little trick in the book. And then try to blame the other person that you're in a relationship with. Well, you the reason. No, no, no. Am I? Am I the reason? Because here's the deal. We don't control each other. Like people do what they want to do. My mom told me this a long time ago. She said, people do what they want to do. Even if you're in a relationship, you still do what you want to do. But you choose it. You know, you choose it knowing the consequence after you choose the thing. So for me, like I said, um, that victim mentality or bringing that old stuff into a relationship is super toxic. And once God gives you a clean new slate, you should just have that clean new slate. You don't want to ever bring that old stuff in because you'll block your blessing you'll miss the blessing of the person that's standing in front of you you know like you know so it's like man i don't i don't even see the good i remember my husband said something to me one day he said and this is so funny as as i talk about all the time on the show we've been up we've been down you know we've been almost to divorce and one day he was like man you're just really hot like god are you just getting hotter and i was like bro i've always been hot what are you talking about but in your mind you were still comparing me you, you, you spent a lot of years doing the comparison. So you didn't even understand I ain't got no stretch marks and I had a baby. You don't even understand 
Like, you know what I'm saying? It's no this to the stretch marks, but it's like, I'm out here. God has really blessed you in a different type of way to just, you know, because that was his thing. Like, I love an ab. I got one ab. I got one good ab. And it's pretty. But you've been hating on me because you had the you had the six pack ab chick. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, yeah, you understand my ab look way better than her ab. But you didn't take the time to appreciate my ab. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. So now you're like, oh, I didn't know you was that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just saying, like, don't block your blessings by being focused on what you had before because you know what I'm saying it's it's disrespectful to God I'll be honest forget the person you with it's disrespectful to God when God gives you this new gift in a box and it's beautiful and it's got a bow and he's like man this person's gonna give you a good mindset they're gonna love you they're gonna be there for you they're gonna push fast they're gonna pray with you they're gonna lift you up they're gonna cover you but you still trying to covet the last thing you had you know or, or what you you know what I'm saying it's, it's disrespectful to God not just the person so with all that being said um you need to know that your partner got something for you in that relationship. You know what I mean? Like there's something new in there. You know, it might not be your idea. Like my husband ain't six feet. I prayed. I was like, Lord, please God send me somebody six feet tall. He five eight. Oh, Jesus. Are you sure? Did I say the right prayer? <laughs> like I said six feet, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. <laughs> he said, did I say the right prayer? Say the right prayer? What did I do that day? What did, what did I, I do? do? Mercy. What happened, God? But I wrote down, and I'll give you, I'll, I'll, I think I might have said this before. I wrote down 27 things I wanted in a man. 27. I'm talking about from loving kids to being uh, faithful, wanting to go to church, to not being an addict. You know, like just to, you know, like 27 things. And that last one was the six feet. And one day after I met my husband, I pulled the paper out and I said, God, no, I prayed over this. I'm checking off every single one, two, three, four, 25, 26. And I got to the 27. Early for you in the morning with this. I can't do this with you in the morning. Uh, early. It's too early for this nice. What you mean? 27. Why 27? I 20, I God gave you 27? 27, <laughs> Lord. I I had that thing on my altar focus. I sold so many seeds at the altar. I was like, I'm I'm I mean, I'm doing like first fruits above and beyond like lord i believe in you for this and that 27th thing and i prayed and i said god what are we doing you know what i'm saying because <laughs> like you know what i'm saying i'm in partnership we we in this together okay you know this is gonna make me happy and god really rebuked me and he was like your happiness isn't gonna come from him being six feet tall you know like wow. it's gonna come from those first 26 things you know and so, you know, if he puts the boot on with a nice little heel, he's pretty much six feet, you know, but I'm just saying like, I had to learn to not be stuck on what I had before, you know, like comparing him because it was unfair, you know, it was super unfair. So everything that my husband brings to the table now, I wish I would have just had fresh out the gate. I wish he would have been my high school boyfriend because we, we would have been together out of high school up until now. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't limit yourself in your partnership like by something physical you know what i'm saying like anything could change i could have got i could have got a six foot husband and then he he had a car accident and been in a wheelchair and now he three feet you know so it's like don't be petty you know and whatever god brings to you god knows what he's doing you know there's something that this person is going to bring out of you there's something this person has for you you know do not compare this person to anybody else because this person is super special all by themselves so you know just right. learning the value the value of what you have you know and ain't nothing wrong with believing god for a certain thing but i think a lot of women miss their blessing in that area because you're like oh he need to look like this he need to be this tall. he need to it's like no he don't girl 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> take care of you, love you, pray for you, pay them bills. You know what I'm saying? Help you with them kids. Like it's a whole lot of other things, you know, because beauty fades is what my grandmother used to say. Beauty fades. Beauty fades. So, mm-mm. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Uh, you see, listen, y'all see where this conversation like this morning, uh, wake up or this Monday morning. That's funny. We're talking That's about funny. being on the same team as a married yeah. couple. Uh, we got to yeah. go pay some bills. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. And um, yeah, you know what? Uh, it was a great conversation today, Dice. Uh, we come to mm-hmm. the end of the show, but um, mm-hmm. I love the fact that we had the opportunity to sit and talk a little bit about, you know what I'm saying, teamwork, make the dream work within a marriage. I don't know why uh, people feel like they have to compete against each other or, you know, they, 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 they're not on the same team. But I think for me, the biggest thing that um, when I talk to just different couples who, you know, maybe, uh, you know, struggling a little bit in this area, it's always... Uh, you know, the communication piece that is, uh, or pride, let's be very clear. Um, cause like I say, with, we live in a, a era right now where everybody's an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and if my business is doing a little bit better than your business. I don't know why, why it ain't y'all, y'all business together, which mm-hmm. is always mind blowing to me, but I, I see some competition within businesses. If somebody is maybe owns a restaurant and somebody owns a clothing line and mm-hmm. the clothing line is selling more than the, you know what I'm saying? The restaurant is doing or the, you know what I'm saying? The hair salon or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And I'm the, I'll am i be sitting down like, listen, y'all winning together. Y'all are both entrepreneurs. Yeah. Y'all got businesses together. What's, I don't understand what the, what, yeah, what is it? You know, and, 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 and correct me if I'm wrong, Dice. Is mm-hmm. that because unfortunately society has tried to change the gender role when you talk about uh, you know, independent women and women supposed to run the world. We mm-hmm. girls, we run the world. No, no shade, Beyonce. Don't be throwing none at me. I'm just asking a question because I think sometimes that women empowerment, sometimes women run with that. Mm-hmm. Then when they find a king, a husband who, you know, it, listen, God made us that way on mm-hmm. purpose. Let's be very clear. Mm-hmm. We were designed to make sure we're providers, protectors, priests, and prophets for the household. So mm-hmm. he, 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 he gave us that naturally, you know? So do you think that's why, you know, sometimes within a marriage, you know, that, that that's the reason because of the independent woman and the strong woman, I'm every woman type deal. I don't know. That's a hard question um, because I'm the total opposite, you know. So I mean, I mean, I, that's a good question to pose to regular people. But I was raised old school, so you know, our households still run old school. I mean, have you heard me before? Like when I get off work, I gotta go home and cook dinner. Like, like, I, like I'm still in regular mode, regardless of any shows, being on the radio, you know, running my business. You know, I have a man who still likes regular woman old school stuff like you know can you at least cook a meal you know you can we can we clean up you know like and i'm good with that because i like he does man stuff so i'm not doing man stuff like i don't want to do man stuff i'm not i don't even know the last time i took the trash out like i i I mean i mean that like it's just some things i'm not focused on like like he he handles i'm not fixing nothing he's redoing cabinets and stuff i don't know i don't want to do it because that's not my that's not my lane you know you know i'm just on some you know move out the way get out the kitchen where's the fabuloso like 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 i i don't know but i enjoy the servitude of a, of a relationship so i don't need to and he gives me my space so maybe it's just this thing of um support supporting each other you know like 
he's very supportive of my business, of my ministry. So I don't have to fight him to be independent. He lets me be independent, you know, but there still are like these unwritten rules that we have in our household. Who's going to do A, B and C? And I, I like it that way. I don't want to guess. I'm not a good guesser. So it's like, yeah, I got this. I got that. You got this. You got the yeah. So I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's just, it's weird because I've never felt competitive. And, and like you said, it could be that men are out of the house, one out of three uh, men and, and in the hood. So it could be that they're locked up or they're out of the home. So the woman has to, she's feeling like, Oh, I just got to be independent. It's like, I don't know, man. It's, it's a dangerous idea. Uh, and it just, ooh, it, it, it changes the value of men, I think. Um, you know, and then it just, it, it, it could be crazy. But here's the thing. Shout out to all the women who's had to raise their kids alone. I mean, um, trust me, I did it for a season, but it's just, um, I don't know, man. That's a, that's a tough question because I, I think it could be anything. But um, you were talking about some other type of competition before we got on this. And I know we can't drag this out, but I don't know, man. It's teamwork. That was a talk <laughs> like teamwork. Make work, the dream work. work. Work together. You're not each other's enemy. You know, and, and communicate. That open communication is number one. Like, if you can't talk about how you really feel, because here's the thing, you could come into the relationship expecting one thing, and that's not what it's going to be. And that's okay. But you just got to, you got to hash that thing out and say, well, this is what I think should be happening. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do we feel can happen or should happen? So, um, I don't know. We have team meetings almost once a day over here just to realign, you know, so that we're not just, running off in different directions so i love that she say yeah. listen huddle up huddle up what you huddle up. listen I'm, I'm gonna give me a whistle that's right <laughs> i'm out <laughs> you know what i'm saying listen, play. yeah look, yeah you gotta you gotta do it we, we gotta do it listen how yeah. good was that uh conversation we had with the uh young up-and-coming chh lady tylin let's be very clear mm. she's ministry driven i love the fact that uh you know she was very transparent mm-hmm. about our walk and how God had her go through seasons on purpose so that way mm-hmm. she can listen, um, be able to do what she's doing now at mm-hmm. a high level. Um, okay. I believe it's more ministry in her. We listen, we gon' we we kind of spoken into we, you know, we speak of that thing. We, yeah, I feel like right. she's gonna be a, a evangelist or something dice. Like yep. she go she gonna do something dice. But um I was yep. excited to have a conversation with her. Um, you know, everything, everything she's doing is uh, powerful right now. That's good. Yeah, no. Uh, shout out to you, Thailand. Keep up the good work. Stay focused. And uh, listen, we here. We are here for it. It's nice to uh, have young ladies on here. It's nice to watch them grow. And they they really are uh, affecting the kingdom right now. And I love it. I love every minute of it. Because back in the day, nobody wanted to hear from us. So now everybody's so they're walking in their freedom and they're realizing that hey, I can uh you know preach and teach the gospel as well. Yes, she can. Yes, she can. So go, go, go with grace. Please go with grace. <laughs> listen, that's our time for the day. Uh, listen, we'll be back right tomorrow. Stop playing Tiptoe Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You know how we do it. Uh, Dice mm-hmm. going to have another real talk conversation for you. Um, yeah, we got a special interview tomorrow too as well. I ain't going to tell you who it is, but we got somebody uh, exclusive on the spiritual detox. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're going we gonna to pick up where we uh, left off today. So uh, mm-hmm. just just know that uh, you want to tap in tomorrow. Exclusive spiritual detox. Mm-hmm. Another real talk topic. Go out and be great today, King and queens listen come on you got that word yesterday don't don't be out being no heathen today or you know doing nothing <laughs> reckless come on now be the light pick up that cross today and be, be the light. light okay love on them i know i know you want to cuss them out don't cuss them out yeah, give yeah, them right. a hug you know instead yeah. of cussing them out give them a hug and tell them I you love, love them 
Because okay. Jesus loves you. I love you. Just right. leave That's it right. at that. Okay. Right. Let's let's let, let's let's try to do the best we can to finish at least this month. Now I, I know. I month. know. Yeah, yeah. We got to take steps, dice. You know, you got to take baby steps with them. Let's, at least this month. Okay. Let's we, week by week. We're gonna get week better. We're gonna get better. Right. We're gonna get better. We're gonna pray. That's gonna right. Read our word. We're gonna love on people because that's what God would want us to do. There Listen, as always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.